Wolfpack Marketing is proudly brought to you by The Internship, awakening the marketing channel you never knew you had. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Wolfpack Marketing. Uh, today, we obviously find ourselves in a, in a weird circumstance, a strange circumstance forced by the, uh, the COVID-19 virus, and we are um, pretty much in lockdown here in South Africa. So myself and Nick are actually doing this recording each from our own uh, residences, um, and we're doing it on a, on a Zoom recording. And what we're also going to do today is I'm going to swap things up a bit, and Nick is actually going to take the driving seat. He's going to host this particular episode, um, and uh, he'll be uh, asking the questions, and hopefully I'll be able to chime in with some of the responses. So, Nick, morning to you, and um, over to you, bud. Morning, Kev. Thanks, man. Hope your view is a little bit better than mine. I'm yeah, I've got a, a pile of yeah, good. I'm looking at a pile of laundry here in my, no, in my home office. Not good. So, I don't know. Could be better. But anyways, we, we carry on. We do what we got to do. Exactly. Yeah, I think, you know, important for us, even during this time, to, to still do what we do. And I think that goes for everyone else out there. So, I think this episode, let's chat about a bit about um, how do we carry on during this COVID-19 situation? You know, what should we be doing? What shouldn't we be doing? What should we be doing more of? Uh, when it comes to this whole sort of, maybe I can call it online communication uh, that we find ourselves in. Um, you know, from, from what we're seeing is that in-person meetings are obviously on hold for the meantime. Events and trade shows and expos and the like have also been cancelled or postponed. Yep. So just quickly, what do you think, you know, how, do you, how can you shift somebody's mindset and maybe put them along on the right track and what should they be thinking about doing at the moment? Just from a, from a so, business communication. I mean, I think it's, 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 it's an interesting, um, obviously yeah, it's, it's interesting times and, and we, we have spoken previously in our previous episodes about this latent potential that this digital communication channel offers to people. And, and that would include social media channels and, in the B2B environment specifically, we often talk about LinkedIn. But I, I think what's, what is important, though, is to now really utilize this as an opportunity to really get to grips with those uh, tools and how to use them effectively, like you're saying. So I think the most important thing really there is, is simply to get onto the, onto the platform. And let's, let's, for the sake of this discussion, talk about LinkedIn. Get onto the platform. Uh, get your profile squared away, up to date, and make it, um, and you know we always speak about a front door, make that front door look inviting for somebody, make it look that uh, interesting for somebody to kind of knock on it and um, understand who it is and what you are and what you're capable of offering in terms of the greater thing. And then start becoming, when we talk about digital visibility, we're talking about start becoming active on the platform so that people can actually see that you're still out there and you're still basically still in business you know you haven't just gone dormant for this particular period no i wholeheartedly agree when you say get active on the platform um you know does this mean guys must start you know connecting with people must they start posting content and and from a content perspective you know maybe some maybe from your side what are some of the right and the wrong things that these guys should be doing okay well so the first part of your, your question in terms of connecting absolutely so i mean <clears throat> 
in a sense, like I said, this is an opportunity. I, you and I are both firm believers that this is activity which people should be doing in any case. It's an additional channel to the human face interface channel. We've always spoken about like that. At the moment, it's the only channel. Um, so it's now an opportunity really to get uh, up to speed and to start making sure that you are, in fact, yes, connecting with the right people, getting the right eyeballs into your tribe, so to speak, um, adding those people to your connection base, both from the point of view of people that you can add value to and people that potentially could uh, reciprocate that value back to you. And then, yes, in terms of getting active, it is about posting uh, relevant content out there. Now, what is relevant content? Relevant content, we, we, have, this, we have this saying about staying in your lane. Um, and it was a discussion that I actually had with a client the other day where I spoke about, they spoke about, yeah, but they've got these varying sort of, as much as they have a job title, they have these varying bits and pieces in their, in their work. So they can't really stick to one particular focus. So I said to look, think of it like as a four or five lane highway. You can switch lanes and you can go across different topics, but you still need to be going broadly in the same direction so that people can understand you and, and, and view your, uh, your activity, if you like, as predictable, if you, if you use the driving analogy again. So when, you, when, you, you know, when we're driving the road, we look for predictability of other drivers. Um, and I think that's the same applies when you've been busy um, on posting on LinkedIn. So um, it doesn't mean, for example, that you, you shouldn't post about COVID-19, but you should post about how it impacts your lane or how it impacts your discipline or what you can offer. Um, so make it relevant. Bring it back to who you are and, and what message you're trying, the broader message and the broader business message, so the broader personal brand message and the broader business message that you're trying to put out. 100%. I, I, I like that, Kev. And also, I think, if, if I can chime in on that one, mm. um, you, know, we're in, you might be in IT, you might be in construction or something like that. Um, you're not a, possibly a, not a COVID-19 or a virology expert, right? Yes, right. So, although we can mention it, I think the guys should still, you know, like you say, very, keep it very much relevant to your industry, keep it relevant to your audience. And uh, mm. so I think, if I can just put forward what not to do, um, yeah. COVID-19 tips and tricks, that's not your job, no. unless you're a medical professional, right? So I think importantly in terms of what you're saying, though, it's, it's, it's not only okay, but it's from a personal point of view, essential to bring a human element to these, to these posts. Um, we are, really are in difficult times. And we always speak about social media and even in a B2B fashion, we talk about it as a human-to-human -human connection. Um, and I think it's really important to remember that to... to ironically, bring the human touch to uh, the posts. Uh, don't be all, you know, we don't have to be all 100% business here. We can be, we can show empathy. We can try and help uh, people's moods and attitudes through our posts as well. So um, it's fine to do that. But again, just in the context of your broader lanes. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there when you said the word empathy. You know, um, our clients, uh, everyone's clients, your, your customers still have the same problems. You know, they still need the same kind of solutions. They still have their businesses to run. So, you know, although business will at some point carry on as normal, you know, everyone is going through a personal situation, whether they're being locked up in a house with a couple of toddlers or whatever the case is, right? So, yes. Or you know, even, worse, even worse, suffering from ill health, right? So, 
hundred percent, hundred percent. So, you know, let's be, I think from a, if, if we can give some advice to anyone listening to this, when you're posting, you know, be empathetic, number one, acknowledge the situation, acknowledge the reality, but then just be, <clears throat> just be human beings, you know, and be empathetic with that other human being on the other side, because that's exactly what it is, right? It's people connecting with people, people communicating with people. You're not typing into, into a, an internet or into a computer, something on the other side. It's another person, yes. right? Reading what you're writing um, or, or <clears throat> sorry, consuming whatever content you're putting out there. And, and those people are still human and they still have their, their personal and private issues and their professional issues haven't disappeared. They haven't gone away. So, you know, be empathetic with those guys. Put out the content that, that they'll find valuable or helpful or, or you know, maybe they need that piece of empathy that particular day. But still say, hey, you know, my hand is still up. I'm still at your disposal when you need my help from a professional perspective. These are the ways that I can help you. Correct. And I think it's probably, it's a, again, you know, the, from, from uh, crisis potentially comes opportunity. And this is, again, an opportunity. My, my, my contention would be is not to, once this whole coronavirus thing has, has dissipated and things go back to some semblance of normality, is don't lose that human touch, you know. <laughs> Practice it through this process because it's a really important time to do it. But again, it is a, it's a critical component of any communication that you do on these things. Again, I'll go back to this notion that we don't see, you know, the tech is merely a vehicle. It's just it's something we're using to be able to uh, have a human connection. And I think that's really, really important in any communication that you do. Yeah, for sure. I've just had a thought about, um, because more and more people are now just online, they're digital, they're, they're stuck in their own houses, and they're trying to maintain some semblance of business continuity and, and communication internally and externally. What do you think... Uh, individuals can do and also what companies and organizations can do to help this process uh, be easier or to facilitate new skills in this domain because let's be honest not everyone's a, a social media guru or a uh, you know a, a technology expert and just like all of us you know we're trying to get to grips with how these online collaboration tools work uh, but just, you know, everyday, day-to-day -day people, do you think that there's something that companies can do to, to fast-track them to become more visible to their audiences and visible on a platform like LinkedIn? No, look, I mean, absolutely. And you know that the, the, the particular program that, is, that we, we run in reference to employee uh, advocacy um, is a program which does exactly that. It, it talks, and obviously it it's, was done without the intention of it being particularly relevant in the current um, scenario, but it's done. It's done with that with the intent of giving people, first of all, the basic um, upgrading um, in reference to how their profiles look. But then, importantly, the skills with which then to manage that profile and manage the activity um, on their on their uh, you know on their timeline. So, um, <clears throat> absolutely, we can do it. And and, and in fact, we we. We actually have done our online training, or our training in an online environment. We normally do it as a face-to-face -face environment, but because of the situation, we actually actually have done training 
in an online environment and you know it's actually it worked very well again we have to had to adapt i think the other thing that companies can do and, and which is what we are offering obviously is just to give um individuals and small businesses just some help you know uh, just some free help everyone needs some help at the moment everyone's chipping in everyone's trying to get uh do what they can it's, it's actually a really encouraging um, observation of of human behavior overall that people are just chipping in and helping out where they can because they understand the, the devastating impact that this is going to have um, on the economy as well and, and lots of small businesses so yeah we just do what we can and i think everybody can do what they can and um, if there's if there are people that are needing help they can they just need to put their hands up and we will certainly help them out no 100 i think so um, i was speaking to someone yesterday <clears throat> who said wow everyone's going to have to learn how to use LinkedIn better. <laughs> and I just smiled. You know, absolutely. Um, you know, we see that only about 1% of people that are on LinkedIn actually contribute anything of value to the platform. Yep. Um, do you think this, this is going to, maybe, maybe this is an inflection point where, where yeah. these type of things must start to change? Yeah, I was, I was actually wondering that myself and just, you know, because again, you're forced, right? You don't have any other option but to communicate digitally. So either, through a link like we are currently communicating through or through a, a platform like LinkedIn. So I think it will change. The question perhaps that I would ask rather would be, will, it, will that behavior sort of embed itself and be consistent after everything has passed or will people just go back to the old habits? So that's, that's the big question. So you might see a blip now. Um, in terms of additional behavior, but I'd be really interested to see stats and, and maybe we can address that at some point afterwards and see, okay, yes, there are a whole bunch more people communicating online, but as soon as everyone went back to, as soon as things got back to normal, it either changed or it doesn't change. People have then have become more used to it and utilizing this as a, as a legitimate business tool. I think that'll be very interesting to, to delve into, um, and I hope somebody does a study around that. You know, it's just like everyone's working from home now yeah. and uh, are they or aren't they as effective as they were in the office? And yeah. if they are as effective in the office, will these companies start realizing they don't need these massive buildings anymore? Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and you can definitely see the change. I mean, my WhatsApp timeline is just flooded, constantly flooded with, with uh, quite frankly, a lot of crap as well. But there's just a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of communication happening through a channel like WhatsApp now, whereas you know previously that might have been a quick face-to-face chat. So I'm not sure if I if I like it that much. Um, I'm probably much more old school. I like people coming to me and talking to me instead of sending me some kind of a message. But again, you know, um, we'll just have to see how behavior changes, and we have to go with the flow, and we have to adapt and make sure that we are as businesses and individuals remaining relevant in whatever the new trend happens to be. A hundred percent agree. Um, just in the last two weeks, I've had more inbound LinkedIn connection requests than I have since the beginning of the year. Yep. So just anecdotally, that tells me that people are, are active now. They're looking for these channels yep. and adopting them, you know, um, you know, just from what, because we <clears throat> are involved in these employee advocacy programs and, and training and coaching in our day to day, you know, we often see things like, uh, which, which may be barriers to entry, which could be things like social media policies. It could be things like lack of training. Um, 
things like lack of understanding amongst individuals and why they should participate in the social media. Do you see that? Um, well, I, th I think we, maybe I know the answer already, uh, but would you agree that these things are uh, sort of poised and loaded to change? Yeah, look, I mean, this the interesting one is your social media policy that you spoke about because I, I, I genuinely think those things are almost by default, many of them have by default gone out the window. I mean, obviously, there's still, there's still important policies to adhere to. So, for example, if you're in the financial sector, there are, you know, there are things which you can and cannot say by law and so on. So there are, there are different aspects to this. But I think in reference to, again, and I've referred many times in my career to the, you know, the 35-page document that I had to fill out in triplicate when I, in, in paper when I started. Uh, a few moons moons ago, um, it's a couple. <laughs> a couple of moons. Yeah. So, um, is is that those things have, have genuinely gone? I mean, it, it literally used to be there was one person in the corporation who was allowed to speak to the press. That's it. Don't speak to anybody else. And and just by the nature of social media becoming this prevalent thing, is it, that those kinds of policies are not only outdated, but they actually become, in my view, harmful. They become detrimental because um, I think there's the people who have positive things to say and will say them and, and for you and on behalf of the company. So to not take advantage of those, uh, those people and those sentiments is, is just daft. Yes, you're always going to have naysayers, but to, to the point is that those naysayers are going to ignore your policy in any case um, if they that, that way inclined. So I really think that this is this, the potential to have a broader communication base where everybody's communicating on a smaller, uh, one of our colleagues talks about people channels, you know, so this notion of, of a single uh, broadcast point has completely changed now um, to the point where you have what we would call multiple people channels, reaching the same number of people, but everyone's speaking in their own particular, within their own particular tribes, within their own particular lanes, as we keep speaking about, um, and so that uh, that communication is far more effective and far more influential. And that's at the end of the day, right, from a business point of view, that's what we're looking for. We're looking to influence people uh, to take up our products and services. Absolutely. So I think just from our side, if I can put, a, put something out to all, all the, uh, anyone in corporate listening to this, is give your people permission, number one, to communicate on behalf of themselves and on behalf of your business online because good things will happen. And especially if you can take into consideration everything we've already spoken about this morning around uh, posting content, which is valuable to the other person, be empathetic. You know, obviously you'll just increase your likability and people will trust you more. And then to your point of influence, then you'll start to have an opportunity to do exactly that. Yep. So you know, guys, if you are in corporate, Give your people permission. You know, whatever your social media policy says on paper, maybe you want to just relax on that a little bit and say, guys, please, if you've got something good to say, if you need to communicate, maybe it's a sales manager wanting to make LinkedIn part of his official sales process, for example. Guys, go ahead and do that because that's going to really, really help. And, and I then, think that just, the addition, sorry, Nick, if I can, the addition to that is okay. that your, your normal PR channels and publicity channels aren't working at the moment, guys. They're dead. There's nothing happening. First of all, the department is closed, and so no one's there writing and describing these things anyway. So that's, it's, 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 it's not just like kind of old school thinking. It's actually obsolete thinking in many, in many ways because as we sit here right now, those you know, the 
publicity that's going out is, has a very, very limited impact. Um, the, the newscasts and the uh, websites on, are filled with COVID-19. Yours is just lost in the clutter. Whereas a personal communication from somebody within your business to the people who already have some sense of a relationship with is far more impactful. Yeah, 100%. And if you could, if you could uh, give maybe three action items for individuals listening to be more effective on LinkedIn during this time, what would those, your top three things be? So I think um, number one, and it will always be our number one, I assume, was just make sure your LinkedIn profile is up to date um, and attractive uh, so, that it, so that it stands out amongst everybody else's who might have a particular job description or job role such as yours. That's the first thing. And there are a number of things, and you've spoken about them previously, about how you do that. Uh, the second thing is, is, is get your, uh, become active on the platform. And it's, so this is two and three. Um, and this, the, two, this, the two A, if you like, or, or number two would be about um, going, getting engaged with people on the platform. Comment on their, on their posts, uh, see what they have to say, quiz them. You don't have to always agree. You can disagree. You can ask questions of people who have, have done various posts. And number three would then obviously be get active yourself. Become uh, The additional part of that visibility is becoming active in terms of putting your own opinion out there uh, via posts or articles um, that you can then really raise your own particular profile. So those would be my sort of one, two A and two B, if you like. Oh, those are very good. I think that I think if we all did that, we'd be we'd be much better off. Um, now, while you were talking about it, I was also thinking, you know, what else could we do? And maybe if I can give some, you know, everyone listening who might listen to this thing, uh, a little bit of homework. Uh, and whether you're listening to this in a couple of days' time when it goes live, uh, while we're still in the midst of the COVID situation, or if you only get to listen to this once we are back to normal, that could be in six months, a year, whatever it is. But if I'm going to give you some advice or, or maybe an idea of something you can actually do right now, whenever you listen to this, log into LinkedIn, go to your list of connections and pick out a whole bunch and send them a personal message completely not business related. Basically, just ping them and say, hey, how are you? Hope you're okay. What have you been up to? What are you struggling with? you know, reach out to me if you need anything. And I promise you that if you did that 10 times a day, every single day to a whole bunch of your connections, I think you'd see something incredible. And, and I'm going to actually uh, make a note to myself and I'm going to do, start doing that today and I'll do that for the next 21 days while we're in this lockdown situation. And then uh, maybe at some point I'll, uh, I'll tell you about my experience on that. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, so unless you can think of anything else, Kev, um, that uh, you know, is really appropriate for the situation that we find ourselves in, I think that was very valuable. I hope a lot of people get to listen to this podcast. And, and if you are listening, please pass this along to anyone that you think might find it interesting or useful. And um, I think that's it for me for today. Right. Thanks, Nick. And uh, to everyone else, the earth, stay safe and stay active. All right. Thanks, Kev. Take care. We'll see you on the next one. Yeah.